Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Terry sent me a note about this story and said, Steve, you know, this might be viewed as political, but I think you'd be interested in the story. And I don't think this is political. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do a story here. I'm going to tell you about a story in the news. And I don't think it's political of me to talk about this story. There might be people involved in the story who are, who are politically motivated. But what's happening here, I think, is newsworthy. And it's happening um, in Florida. Florida school district removes dictionaries from libraries to review for possible bans. They're thinking about, apparently, banning some dictionaries because of the words they have in them. Now, you may notice that I've got dictionaries on my set. I've got a complete set of OEDs over here and over there. There's 20 volumes to that. Uh, You wouldn't know this, but I've got a couple other dozen within eyesight of me right now that are not on the set. Uh, I have a fetish for dictionaries. I've got dictionaries all over the place. I've also got some specialized dictionaries, like dictionaries of like surfing and slang and things like that. But I've always been fascinated by the English language, and I talk about that quite a bit. So this story here is from WFLA out of Florida. Kevin Asatula wrote this. A Florida school district has removed more than 1,600 books, including dictionaries and encyclopedias, to review them for possible bans under Florida law that prohibits books with sexual content. Now, I had, uh, growing up in our living room, there was a set of encyclopedias, Encyclopedia Britannica. And I remember flipping through that on rainy days, just looking up stuff. I don't remember there being a lot of stuff in those that are inappropriate. In fact, I think if you look at how they're marketed, they're marketed as being something the family can use as a resource. The kids can learn from it. The parents can look stuff up. Of course, it's wildly outdated now that we have a thing you know, called the Internet. But, but that's what it was for. So the Florida Freedom to Read Project obtained the list of books pulled by a county school district, which includes five dictionaries, eight encyclopedias, the Guinness Book of World Records, Ripley's Believe It or Not, and Anne Frank's Diary of a Young Girl. Now, here's the thing. Are they going to pull the entire set of encyclopedias or just certain letters? So there'll be A, B, C, D, E, but no F? (laughs) I'm just curious. The district also pulled biographies from Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Oprah, Nicki Minaj, and Thurgood Marshall. Now, I'll admit I've not read Thurgood Marshall's biography, but as you may know, he was a Supreme Court justice. So some people would say, which name does not fit in this list? Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Nicki Minaj, and Thurgood Marshall. (laughs) I'll admit Oprah was in there too. I left her out for, for comedic purposes there. Also on the list are books by John Green, Stephen King, Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks uh, wrote a bunch of books uh, that were made in the movies, uh, including, like, say, Message in a Bottle. Former Fox News host Bill O'Reilly's Killing Jesus and Killing Reagan were also pulled, according to the Florida Freedom to Read Project. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I've not read any of Bill O'Reilly's books. He did a series, though, on the killing of famous people. Uh, And so Killing Jesus, I haven't read it yet, but I'd have to guess that it kind of follows the story that you might find in the Bible, because the Bible explains how Jesus was killed. It's been a while I looked at it, but (laughs) a district spokesperson told a newspaper the books have not been banned or removed, but were pulled. They weren't removed, they were pulled. (laughs) See, this is why you need a dictionary. (laughs) What's the difference? Apparently, you can look it up in your own dictionary, but maybe not at the school. But they were pulled for further review to ensure compliance with a law that went into effect in July. 
The Florida Freedom to Read Project, along with Penn America and Penguin Random House, sued the school district in May over a previous set of book restrictions. A hearing in that case is scheduled uh, for this week, believe it or not. Full disclosure, Penguin Random House published uh, two books of mine, including American Murder Houses. Uh, I wonder if that would make the list. (laughs) I didn't see my name on there. So Florida House Bill 1069 expands on the parental rights and educational law passed last year. Um, The bill prohibits classroom instruction on a whole variety of things. Lawmakers voted to extend the prohibition from pre-K all the way through eighth grade, eighth grade. Now, I've mentioned before, and Terry pointed this out to me, and he wanted to make sure that I understood the context in which he's writing to me. He said, Steve, you know, you've mentioned you have educators in your family, and you've also taught. My mother was a librarian. My mother was a librarian at two different schools. She had a degree in library science. And in fact, she came to see me, along with my father, receive an award from the Michigan uh, Notable Book Committee, which was part of the Library of Michigan. Uh, And they had a big event in Lansing, and my mother and father came to see me there. And um, when Randy Riley, who is the librarian of Michigan, came around, I I said, by the way, Randy, I want you to meet my mother. She's retired now, but she was a librarian for many, many years. And so I know that she got a real kick out of meeting him, and and he seemed to get a kick out of meeting her. But he also, I've, I've known him for a while because several of my books have won that award. But I've always been a firm believer that books... Are, are generally good, and if you don't want to read a book, just don't read it yourself. But if you're a parent, I understand a parent does want to keep track of what their children read. I understand that concept, okay? But when I look at the books that are on this list that were banned, I'm, I'm a little puzzled. So, for instance, I'm not going to read all, all these books to you because there's too many to read in one video. But starting at the top of the list, I ran across Douglas Adams. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is on the list. Along with Life, the Universe, and Everything, Mostly Harmless, So Long and Thanks for All the Fish, Restaurant at the End of the Universe, and that, of course, is his full four-book trilogy and an extra one. And yes, the trilogy included four books. It's part of the joke. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I cannot imagine. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious here. I cannot imagine what is in that book that is considered inappropriate for kids to read in school. I cannot imagine it. I literally, I've, I've read those books. I've actually got, I'm betting four or five different copies of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in my possession. Someone gave me a paperback. I later went and bought a hardcover. Later when the series came out in hardcover, I bought that also. I've had people send me commemorative editions of it. Um, and I can't imagine what's in there that would be inappropriate. And, and I'm, I'm being serious here. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy started out as, believe it or not, a BBC radio play. Douglas Adams envisioned a radio show called The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It was so wildly popular that somebody said, oh, you should put it on TV. And so they had a TV version of it, an adaptation of it. It was kind of not as good as the radio version, but it's just because of the technology and the budget at the time. And so then somebody said, well, you should at least put it in book form. And so if you study these things like I have, the radio version, the TV version, and the book version, they're all slightly different because he had to kind of do stuff with them. But The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, besides being one of the funniest books ever written, is pretty much mostly harmless. And, and three people got that. And why that would be on this list, I have no idea. I, I literally cannot imagine how that book got on this list. 
Now, it's true that they're not necessarily banning these books. They're not burning these books. They've been pulled for review. They might get put back out. And you might say, but Steve, will it really hurt somebody if they can't read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Well, yeah, there's a lot of other books out there they can read. But the point is that book is out there, and it's a good book. It's funny. It's very, very funny. Um, Why it's on the list, I don't know. I don't know. By the way, you should know that there's six books by William Faulkner on the list. I know a lot of the old school authors like Faulkner and Hemingway and so on. A lot of them have fallen out of favor with respect to people who talk about modern writing. But the point is that if you ask somebody about the giants of literature in the English language, especially Americans, William Faulkner is often on the short list that you'll hear. And I'm pretty sure won a stack of awards and all that. And as I lay dying, The Sound and the Fury, Big Woods, Light in August, uh, uh, and, and so on, are on this list. And, and, and why? I don't know. And then I was just skimming the rest because I realized I was running out of space on this piece of paper. I'm skimming the list, and I come across William Golding's Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies, which is a book I read, I think, in eighth grade, maybe ninth grade, as part of an English class. That was a book assigned to us to be read And we read it, discussed it in class every single day. My teacher's name was Mrs. Shelnut, one of my better teachers, and um, learned a lot, was fascinated by that story. And um, there's nothing inappropriate in that book. There's not. And so why is that book on the list? And I suspect, I suspect there's people who were thinking of books that they thought had bad stuff in them and just put this on the list, put this on the list. And so next thing you know, there's a list with 1,600 titles on it. And like I said, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or Lord of the Flies. Now, Lord of the Flies has got some violence in it. It does have some violence in it. But I didn't think violence was what we're talking about here because they're talking about uh, prohibitions on sexual orientation or gender identity discussion. And I don't think either of those comes up in Lord of the Flies. I don't think it comes up in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy either. So I am, I am befuddled by this. I will also tell you, I did look up Bradbury. I was curious to know if Fahrenheit 451 was on here, and it's not. That would have been the ultimate irony. It's not. But the Martian Chronicles is. And so the Martian Chronicles is on here. And then, and then I don't know why this, this caught my eye, but Wicked by Gregory Maguire. Now, I'll admit I've never read the book, Wicked. I've never read the book. I've seen the musical three times. And I know you're looking at me going, Steve, didn't know you were a musical kind of guy. No, it's, it's one of very few musicals I've seen in my life. And when I was first brought to see Wicked by somebody who said, you're going to really like this, you have no idea how loud the back of my mind was screaming, no, you won't. <laughs> and I watched it and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I, I came to the conclusion that, that modern musicals are, in essence, the opera of our day, right? They had opera back in the old days. So Figaro and so on, right? And I've now seen Wicked three times. And I'm sure I'll probably go see it again. And assuming that the musical is similar to the book, I'm wondering what's inappropriate about it with respect to those topics. And... I know people who've read the book, but again, I'll admit I've not, but I'm quite familiar with the story and everything else, and how it got on the list, I don't know. 
I don't know. But the real curious thing here is that they've removed dictionaries, encyclopedias, and the Guinness Book of World Records. And you understand that an encyclopedia is made with a general audience in mind. But a dictionary is simply a list of words in alphabetical order with definitions and derivations and all those things. Are there naughty words in the dictionary? Yes, there are. There are. But do you really think that word being on a piece of paper and someone reading it and going, oh, what does that word mean? Oh, that's what it means. Huh. Is really going to hurt somebody so badly that it's better to remove the dictionary entirely than to have it in the library and it's just sitting there. By the way, people, especially kids, don't generally read dictionaries for entertainment. Now, I do, but I'm not in there looking for dirty words. I'm in there looking up usually word histories to find out how did this word get to mean this. And in case you don't know, my fascination with the Oxford English Dictionaries, by the way, these were given to me by viewers. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. But the Oxford English Dictionary, over time, has tried to gather not just the definitions of words, but tries to track where they came from and tries to find the first instance in which they were published. So you'll find a word in the Oxford English Dictionary, and after you read the definition or anything else, It'll give some examples of where it appeared in print in, like, say, the 1600s or 1500s. And it's fascinating. It absolutely is fascinating that, that somebody's gone and done all this work. And obviously, it's a big organization that did the work. I know all about that. But my point simply is that that's what's in the dictionary. And to me, the dictionary is always a fascinating source of, of information about our language. But again, dictionaries, encyclopedias, and 1,600 other books – many of which you've probably read. So Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, uh, six books by Faulkner, Lord of the Flies, uh, The Martian Chronicles, and Wicked by Gregory Maguire are all on that list. Um, I don't live in Florida, so I don't have a dog in this fight. However, I am an author. I've written 15 books, and I think I'd be disappointed if I found out Oh, by the way, Steve, all of your books are pulled from this library, so people here can't read them. Um, I don't think that my books are in Florida libraries to begin with, so it doesn't really affect me in that sense. But on a matter of principle, it does. So there you go. Terry, thanks for sending that. And I apologize if you consider this to be political. I don't think it is. I don't think it is, at least not in that sense. So I'm not getting political. Here's what I'm saying. Got it? <laughs> Kevin S. Tula wrote that for WFLA. Florida school district removes dictionaries from libraries to review for possible bans. They have not been Pulled entirely, permanently. They haven't been burnt. They've simply been pulled for review. Okay? Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. It is much better to walk alone in the right direction than to follow the herd hiking in the wrong direction.